At Liberty Financial, we're free-thinking. Not in a walk-around-the-house naked with all the blinds open kind of way. We're financial free-thinkers. You've heard of debt consolidation, right? Well, at Liberty, we don't just consolidate, we liberate. From the pressure of multiple credit cards, car loans, home loans, personal loans, tax debt, you name it. We'll look at your situation and come up with a plan to get you back on track. We call it Loan Liberation. Call 13 11 33 or visit liberty.com.au. Liberty, free-thinking loans to help you get financial. Lending criteria apply. Are listening to the Hello Sport podcast. All right. I don't know what number we're at, Eddie. It doesn't matter. 102. 102? Yeah. The home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias here at the Hello Sport podcast, sports podcast, for anyone who uh, is listening for the first time. Correct. Um, how are you, mate? You well? I'm well. A bit Very to well. talk about this week, isn't there? Plenty on. Um, uh, on the eve of origin, Tom. Well, not the eve, but Eve-ish. close. Eve-ish. You know what I mean? Eve, eve enough of origin. <laughs> close enough. Oh, yeah. By this time next week, I think teams will have been named, at least Queensland teams. Um, yeah, yeah, they'll be named. Uh, so certainly a stiffening around the Loinal region in terms of the Loinal Richies, um, uh, in terms of getting ready for it. There's a bit on today, but still, even though, you know, it's, I, I would say, go so far as to say it's heavily rugby league focused. Yeah, well, there's today. plenty of league to get through. Tom. There's plenty of league to get through. Uh, Origin, obviously, as we said, there was a, a, a famous win for Manly on the weekend. Would you say? Um, I, I well, season defining um, premiership contention, maybe that sort premiership of stuff. contention. Yeah, I'd say that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't shy away from saying that. No. No, nor would I. Uh, Dylan Walker got punched in the face. It was, it was it was like the Battle of Brookie again. It was. When Melbourne play Manly, it's always just so juicy. Yeah, it's, it's really just, nice. It's gorgeous. It really is. It's delightful. Warms the soul. Yeah, I'd say that. You know? Um, so we're going to get into that. Um, and that's sort of it in terms of... It's kind of just a rugby league show today, isn't it? Well, we've got the Tars. Oh, that's true. The Tars did get up. We've got the Tars. We want to touch the Tars. Uh, but I think uh, let's just get into it. Eh? Let's yeah, just rip in. I think so. Let's just rip in. I think so. Origin. Let's get into it. So I think the the main like the main talking points around Origin at the moment aren't really like, oi, pick your team for us because let's be honest, they're we're not the team's going to be picked irrespective of whatever we come up with. Obviously, we we Freddie might give us a call for some tips. Well, some Freddie advice. Freddie will probably call us, you know, in the next week or so. Yeah, probably about Thursday. Yeah, probably Thursday, Friday we'll, this we'll week. Expect I would a call from Freddie. Um, but it, it's just probably, probably more more so to bounce ideas around. Yes. Than looking for definitive, you know, give selection. Me, give me your, your your forward pack. I'm we're not going to do that. No. Um, but there are a couple of contentious issues that have been bandying around the media land of late. Well, just around the, the water coolers. Around the water coolers of the nation. Some of them I'm for, some of them couldn't be more against. And I'd like to start with the against if I can. Yeah, I love, love that. Um, the, the talk about Mitchell Moses even being in contention is making me sick. It's making me feel physically well, sick. Well, it's made me physically ill all week. Yeah, I don't understand it. No, it I, makes no sense. It makes no sense to me. I don't know, and, and from people, like I'm hearing it, not just from like media beat up types. Yeah. But people that actually know Freddie and who are like, yeah, dude, he's hard for him. Oh, so this isn't just this isn't just this isn't me- just rumor going awry. This There's truth in this. This isn't just salacious gossip and innuendo. This is some genuine. There's some truth to this shit. Oh my god! Yeah. See, I thought we were going to come in here and and just sort of you know put run, the rumors to bed. Well, put them to bed because no. I think that's what the punter and the dribbler wanted to to hear. Because you know, as a proud New South Welshman. 
it concerns me that someone who has played at best mediocre rugby league football and at best maybe like 10 mediocre games of rugby league yeah, football and they also are coming last they they're getting spanked by the spoon couldn't currently. buy a win what two wins all season yes they're, and and to to think that so, uh, someone who hasn't even established himself in first grade Eddie to is is potentially going to be thrust into one of the most revered jerseys the the, the nation has to offer the sky blue jersey mm. it makes me fucking furious and when there are not like it's not like we've got a a dearth of half talent you know waiting to be picked but we've we certainly got two or three dare i say four options that you would probably go with before Mitchell Moses well uh, yeah i don't think we have four options I think we have four options before Moses. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. And like, and you know so, exactly. Mean? So in terms of halves options, so if, excuse me, if we were going to solve the halves crisis right now. Which we will. We'll, we'll get, we'll try and solve the halves crisis for the punter and the dribbler. Mm. I would be going, oh, I keep burping into the mic and I apologise to anyone who's hearing it and thinks that I, it's like a guttural vomiting sound. It's not though. It's good. It's fine. It's, yeah, well look, it's a little off-putting. It's off-putting. It's, yeah, it's, it's I can understand how the, the punter and the dribbler's off-put top. It's, especially it's, this early in a podcast. Yeah, because I can hear it back in the headphones <laughs> as well. It sounds bad. Uh, Obviously, obviously, James Maloney, Jimmy Malone's, he's a lock. Like, he's done the... He's, he's done the damn. See, even that. He's just, done the damn. People were talking about Maloney not being guaranteed. Oh, well, who was saying that? People go talking about his defence. Apparently, Freddie. Apparently, Freddie. That's what, what Freddie... What planet's was, Freddie on? I don't know. Planet Freddie. Where is Freddie? I don't... He Come back to us, mate. We've got to see... What in the hell's going on? We've got to find He someone. hates Maloney. He loves Moses. <laughs> My God. Who's he throwing the ball to next? Oh, mate, you... D- Dare I say? Uh, uh, does it? Does the does uh, the once irrelevant now relevant Shane Hodkinson maybe pull on the uh, the old sky, Don the sky, sky blue again? I mean, he was Before the last Moses. He does well. Need I remind you, punters, dribblers, the last half to have won the last uh, half. Joey, to have won. yeah, exactly. Him and Joey, only thing in common. Hodkinson. We digress. So James Maloney was spoken about being questionable about whether he was going to be picked because of his defence. Now. I'm sure, and look, in fairness to those people who are saying that, he does have apparently the worst defensive record of any player in the competition. He has the worst defensive record of anyone. I think so. I think so. Really? Now, that being said, he's a half who puts his body on the line. Well, and even I, more so than Bryce Cartwright, who's been well, and, slipping off tackles. Yeah, I think season. so. I think so. Is that where we're at? Yeah, but I mean, but he's also a guy that gets the job done. You see, you see, Malone. He's a ring. Plays. He's a ring winner. He's a multiple ring winner. He could get his third, his third different club this year. Already um, been of three. Years. So Maloney's a lock. Now, after Cleary, when Cle- Cleary was out injured, now I'm kind of going. I don't really know if Cleary can come back from an injury, play two games of rugby league football, and walk straight into a sky blue jersey. I didn't. Well, I had my I had my reservations, Tom. Yes, but I had my reservations because of what you've just said. Yes. Now, when I look at the options we have, already already touched on the fact that we are dearthless. <laughs> it's a shallow pool, very shallow, shallow pool, a bird bath, if you. Will. It's a fucking bird bath out in Dubbo on a scorcher. <laughs> There's nothing in there. We're in deep shit, and Cleary is the only bloke who showed a bit of poise, a bit of composure, a bit of talent. Yeah, that can steer the boys around the park in the yeah. time of need when the chips are down and the pressure's on. I think you have to pick Cleary, and I watched him on the weekend against his father. Father knows him. Yeah, 
Father knows his son. Of course he does. They live, they live in the same house. Still gets the W. Still couldn't rattle him. No. Looked great. Got into some open space. Knee didn't look like it was troubling, it, troubling no, him at all. No. Didn't look like he was feeling any ill effects of a, of a once, of a very quickly forgotten knee injury. Look, and I know I know it's a it's a lot to say, shit, yep, he's ready after playing West Tigers. Uh, he's now ready for Origin. I know that's a big call. Yes. But... In in troubled times, you you need to make the big call. And he's going to feel comfortable playing outside Jimmy Maloney. He knows him from club footy. That's right. I think then you could also make an argument for Tyrone Peachy on the bench. You uh, know. You're absolutely putting Tyrone on the bench, in my opinion. Yes. He's a phenomenal footballer. He's got that peachy blood. Have you, have you heard of, have you heard of the term? He's an extraordinary Eddie? utility. Have you heard of the term, the term out-and-out footballer? Yeah, I've heard it. Have you around. heard? It's thrown around. It's bandied around rugby league circles from time He's to time. He's a peachy, for God's sake. <laughs> it's in his blood. He's an out-and-out footballer. He's your quintessential utility, Eddie. Yes. He can he's... play in the halves, as he did when Cleary was out injured. can play centres at a pinch. Plays back row if he needs to. You can put him a dummy half. He's a blood... And he's in red-hot form. And he's a footballer. And he's a bloody out-and-out <laughs> footballer. So I think, before I get too upset, I think we slot Cleary into the other... Into maybe, what, half... I mean, half, five, eight. They play left, right. Who gives a shit? You put him at seven. seven. You put him at seven. You put Jimmy Maloney at, eight, at six... And you put Peach on the bench. Yeah, Peaches on the bench. Peaches on the bench, uh, and then you, do, you and then that's that's your halves. And I mean, we didn't we didn't know we were going to solve the bench utility situation when we came in here, but we've done that now as well. Uh, I would like to maybe move on to another contentious selection, non-selection. Will they? Won't they? What happens here? Scenario. Mm. Yeah. Andrew Fafita. So the current situation, current situation, Andrew Fafita, steaming hot form, in form proper the competition. Absolutely, I was going to say exactly what you've just said. In form proper the comp. He's he's steaming it at a million miles an hour. Million miles an hour. He's a big body, big bark, strong as an ox. Now look, been there, done that. Been there, done that. Problem for Andrew is that he's well. Problem for New South Wales. Andrew's elected to play for Tonga, uh, his hometown. Home of the Sippy Tower, the Sivy Tower, I can't remember any. The World Well, his ancestral home. His ancestral home, correct. He does, he did grow up in Western Sydney. He was born and raised in. Yes. Now, Andrew has chosen to go play for Tonga. I get that, that's cool. He could feasibly play games one and two because there's a Tonga game in the middle that he couldn't play. Now, some people are saying that Andrew should be able to play games one and two and then, sorry, game one. Play Tonga, play for Tonga, and miss game two, and then play for New South Wales in game three. What do you think about that, sir? <laughs> it's a big one. Uh, it's huge, Tom. Yes, I am probably going to say no. Okay, why is that? I don't think you can. Just because we need one hundred and fifty percent commitment from the boys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I get that you want to go play for Tonga. That's fine. You can go play for Tonga if you want to. If you want to turn your back on your state, because that's what you're doing. In a sense, because Tonga comes before the state of New South Wales, where he was born and raised, if if he's if he has to, like Game Two, you yes. know what I mean? Yes. So I think it's one or the other. Could you not say that it's not Andrew's fault here? Because realistically, were this Tonga test not fucking falling on Origin the day before Origin Two, he would be allowed to play for New South Wales and for Tonga because they're a Tier Two nation. So, is it not really more the brain-dead scheduling 
of fucking whoever did it going now if we want to no grow- but if you no but if you want to grow the game if you want to grow the game they have to start playing more Pacific Test 100- in and around Origin yeah but so you can't say it's a brain no, dead decision but- because moving forward there's going to be infinitely more Pacific Nation games in and around Origin yeah okay but now with only one you shouldn't be putting it. So that there are potential superstars. Why? Because of Fafita. Not just for Fafita, but there are other players like Tavita Pangai Jr. could potentially have played for Queensland, but he's gone to Tonga. Uh, Michael Jennings, dare I say, will never wear blue again. But were he to wear blue again, sky blue that is, he wouldn't be able to play for his native second tier nation. So all I'm saying is, I think if we really need to win Origin, and by my record... Uh, we've won one in like 40 years. I also am kind of like, you know what? Let's just get him in for game one. Let's get him fucking steaming. Let's win game one, basically. Let's just, well, we need to win game one. Let's get the series off to a flyer. Let's win game one with Andrew. Let's get him ripping and a tearing, playing at full 80 if he wants to, because that's what he's doing these days. He can play full 80. He can play full 80 to pinch Eddie. Don't make me mention it again. Get him in there for game one. Tonga game two. Fair call. Fair call to you. And then come back for game three in in Queensland and just bury those fucking maroon bastards. Well, that could be we could be looking at three 0 by then. Well, there you go. If we win game two, it's a it's a funny one. It's it's a funny one. It really is. I want to win more than I care about Andrew. Not you know prioritizing the state. But again, what would I know? What would I know? Uh, and I think that's all she wrote for Origin. Queensland, care eh? care hey. Eh? Nah. Nah. Nah, bro. <laughs> At Liberty Financial, we're free thinking. Not in a stripped down to your jock shouting, I'm free, I'm free kind of way. We're financial free thinkers. Say you're on a contract, not a salary, and others just don't understand your situation. At Liberty, we'll think creatively to help you get a loan. And you can trust that at Liberty, we won't treat you just like everyone else. Call 13 11 33 or visit liberty.com.au. Liberty, free thinking loans to help you get financial. Lending criteria apply. Okay, um, not Origin, but still league. Eddie, hell of a game of a uh, hell of a weekend of rugby league. I was a ripper. I had a fucking fantastic time watching rugby league. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but I think the weekend was exemplified. I don't know if "exemplified" is the correct word in this uh, situation, but it was accented, accentuated. Uh, you know, uh, pinpointed. I don't know. Pumped up. Pumped up. It was uh, the the blue fucking punchings back. And I can't say I, I, I was disappointed at all. Did Even you miss it, it? Who who missed it? Who missed it? Put who? your hand up. I me missed I. it terribly. Missed it terribly. So Manly v Melbourne, history of blueing. History of stinks. Uh, need Two I remind positive. you of the Battle of Brookvale? We were there. We were there, punters and dribblers. You go, wow, what a coincidence! The two diehard Manly fans at the Battle of Brookvale. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence at all. We go to Manly games. Yeah. Uh, especially when it was 2011 Premiership winning year. We're in and, and you're around taking on your rival. Exactly. So, uh, look, there's a lot of history, a lot of grand finals between the two clubs. We were down in Melbourne. Um, Manly got the W. We don't, need to go in. we don't need to go into it. We don't need to go into it. It was great. But Dylan Walker, Manly centre, uh, just was all over Curtis Scott. 
the Melbourne Centre, Saturday night. A lot of niggle, Eddie. Fucking shitloads of niggle. I think Dylan is a bit of a lippy bastard. Dylan, by all I accounts, think, seems think, to be a bit I of a think, lippy I think a lippy bastard by trade. Yes. If I, was to, if I was to point to his occupation. Yes. Yeah, he would identify as a lippy cunt. Yeah. Yeah. And but I, th- I, th- I think... But he'd go, he'd go along with that. He'd, he'd absolutely say, he'd go say, along well, with it. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. I, I am a lippy cunt. I am a lippy cunt. And you need, I think you need a lippy cunt in your team. Well, you need a Lippman top. You need a couple, maybe. Well, you need a couple of grubs. You need a couple of Lippmans. Yeah. We've been through this. Yeah, we have been through this. And um, certainly in terms of lip, uh, Dylan has it in spades. Well, got the better of Curtis. Got the, got the better of Curtis. Absolutely. Just kept Curtis shit the bed. Shit. Curtis shit the bed, but then absolutely unloaded a flurry of punches. Gets him in the neck and then fucking, fucking breaks his eye socket. Breaks his eye socket. Now Dylan's there for six weeks. Not great. Not a great result for what was otherwise a thoroughly enjoying passage of play. Look, I would have been happy. I would have been happy with the punches, Curtis, if he just kept him in and around the neck, maybe bounced a couple off the chin. Chin. But this eye socket stuff. We can't be breaking orbital bones, mate. Like, what are now, we doing? Because now you're giving punching a bad name. Yeah. Now they point to it and say, well, that's why we got rid of it. This is people why we are got rid Now... Had you got him, you know, glanced a few, like, you know, like most, football, yeah, well, like most footballers, you don't really connect. You throw and you spit and you yell and you scream, but you don't, you, there's no malice in it, is we, what I'm saying, Curtis. Curtis. There's no malice. I, I think Curtis is maybe too too good at throwing them. Well, he's, he, he looked like a fucking, he knew what he was doing. He did. And, and, and Seasoned. I mean, Seasoned and pissed off. Don't know where Curtis is from. No, but, but uh, well, he's, he's a New South Welshman though, which is good. Yeah, but, well, I'm, I'm talking about where specifically, because yeah. I'm just trying to work out where he learned to brawl. He's from bloody Shire Boy. Okay. Yeah, they can throw him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably he's just fucking throwing him down Mate, there. Mate, they used to throw him. So anyway, that's so we, we digress. We digress. Curtis um, has thrown one, bloody connected. Given punching a bad name. Shit it, yeah. He's given Bungie a bad name. Almost certainly going to stay banned now yeah. because of him. I think I think if they'd handled it better, Tom, we could be looking at a reverse ban here. I think, the, I think they might have thought about that. Might have, they probably would have tossed around in the board meetings bringing back Blues. Well, they would have Just like, seeing the people up and about. Everyone was throbbing for it. Yeah, they You were, saw how excited everyone got. And, um, uh, and the, I tell you what, those big wigs at Moore Park, they'll have nothing more than, than the punter and the dribbler throbbing, Tom. Absolutely. So, they want to see more throbbers in and around the game. Doesn't have a cap. There's no. There's no cap on throbbing. No salary cap on throbbing. There's no salary cap on throbbing, and good. And thank God. Yeah. Thank God. But I think we probably could have done with the punching as a return. Unfortunately, Curtis was too efficient with his punching. Um, but let me just check if there's any more rugby league I wanted to get to, Ed, because I did have them in my notes. Uh, yeah. So the punters and dribblers might remember a couple of weeks ago uh, we had. Well, look, we had a shot at Buzz Rothfield. Look, we're all in the media, you know. We're all, we're, you know, we're all, uh, you know, in and around that media world. He takes shots at us. We take shots at him. Yeah, it's it's, it's all fair and love. And it's war. all fair and love and war. We respect him. You know, mm. I mean, we respect Buzz, but sometimes we need to take a shot at him because well, he's talking shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what you you might remember is that Buzz was talking about culture, club culture, shitting on Manly essentially, re culture. Um, because because a couple of boys like the on-season tits in a strip club. Oh, well, after a loss. Send them to prison. Oh, Take God. me away. Um, but the rumours have started surfacing, Eddie, that one-time premiership winner, one-time NRL bad boy on the sniff-sniff, uh, Benny Barber, mm. 
on that nose, eh? On that mm. good stuff. Mm. Well, post prem win, post premiership. Don't get it. Hope. Don't 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 forget that it was a post prem win. Yeah, this wasn't just like a random Saturday. And night. And he's let his hair down, and he's indulged. A little post premiership cocaine. We can all get around. Never it. hurt nobody. No, it didn't. So Benny, except is, Benny, except Benny, and he didn't deserve that. No, but fuck no. he's over in Super League, absolutely shitting the house down on everyone. He's like untouchable over there. He's like the best player in the Super League for the last fucking five, ten years. Just killing it. Is that right? I mean, I'm probably using some hyperbole, Eddie, but he's well, playing well. There's nothing on. He's I'm... playing well. Mm. Mm. Um, well, he's a football. He's an out and out football. Dalian Willis. Oh yeah, Dalian Medal winner out and out, out and out. There's chances that Cronulla want to bring him back. Ooh. Now, I'd be going, if you're Benny Barber, yeah. would you? Just going, fuck you. You set me up. <laughs> didn't you s- fucked me off. They didn't set him up. I'd be asking for someone else, please. You know what? I wouldn't. I'd be going, because Cronulla had to basically fucking sack him. Like, the NRL were like, you got a 12-week ban. And he's going, oh, I might just head over to Toulon for a couple of million later. And then he, Toulon didn't work out, as it often doesn't for most players. Um, and then he went over to Super League. But but poor old Benny was the only player that got done. Well, he's the only one that pissed hot. Come on, mate. Well, um, they don't... Come they, on. They mate. wouldn't have tested everyone. They wouldn't have necessarily tested every player. Well, they clearly tested one well, player. They, well, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. But I'm just trying to point out here why, why Buzz Rothfield. Buzz... Diehard Cronulla fan. I'm just wondering what he thinks about club culture now. Do you reckon he's going to be saying don't bring back Benny Barber or is he going to be going... Oh, he'd pick him up off the plane, He mate. would be. He'd greet him at the airport with a bloody... with a bag of coke and a fucking placard saying welcome home. Yeah, and, and you, you know what he'll say? He's done his time. 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 come back. He's done he's, his time. He's good for club. He's good for the club. He's good for club culture. He does tremendous work with kids. I've got a list here of community work that Benny's been doing over there. Well, here's my red wine. So, Buzz, no disrespect. No, we don't disrespect you, mate. We just we just say tone down the shit talking. Tone down the shit talking. And, and don't be a hypocrite. Yeah, as if you're not like stiff for Benny Barber to come back. Mate. If Benny came back, he'd fucking... He'd rail up a couple himself. <laughs> Eddie, we predicted this. Well, again, not predicted it, but predicted... We called for it. Okay, can I just... For the punter and the dribbler who has probably been following us but maybe needs a reminder, for the punter and the dribbler who's maybe just joining the Hello Sport podcast now, welcome, welcome, welcome. But a couple of things have transpired over the last three weeks and we have fucking hit the nail on the head every single Time and some may say that we are uh, Nost- fortune tellers, fortune tellers, Nostradamus, um, um, psychics been thrown around. Yeah, Galileo. I don't know if he was necessarily a, pre- uh, uh, a Rembrandt, <laughs> Picasso, um, Da Vinci, <laughs> Einstein. I mean, these look. Some Jesus, the, God. Je- I mean, look, these have been thrown around willy nilly. How true they are. How correct. <laughs> We're not sure. We don't know. It's not my job to, it's not, to you know, to compare myself to Picasso, but, but if someone else wants to. Your word's not ours. Your word's not ours. But we appreciate the platitudes. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> something fucking amazing's happened, Punish Dribblers. 
We had the absolute nightmare that was the South African ball tampering scandal. Fucking zoo of a situation. It was an absolute zoo. Um, and, and but 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 silver linings. Punishment. Silver linings. We needed a new coach. JL. Anyone listening to the Hello Sport podcast would have heard us go. Oh well, it's got to be Justin Langer, the Zendo Kai master, the black belt. <laughs> uh, and happened? who was it? Justin Langer, the Zendo Kai master, uh. the black belt, coaching the nation now. Very excited. Got a f- breath of fresh air about the place. It's like a fresh lick of paint on the bloody building at CA. It's mm. great. Mm. We called for it to happen. Mm. But just to just to preempt that as well, we also we also called for Buff's head. We did call for Buff's head. Buff went. Buff heard our sort of. Well, I think I think Buff heard us. Buff's a Buff's a list to get a bowl. Get a Buff. Um, hope you're enjoying your retirement. Um, obviously, then we called for JL. JL comes. Then the news, then news breaks that Channel Nine have shit the bed. They bought the tennis. They absolutely shit the bed. So then we hear news that Fox Sports and Nine, I mean Seven rather, have got the rights to the Test cricket. So then the we start. You know, people ask us because they look to us for a direction. What do you think? Who should be? What's going to happen here? The, the commentary team is changing. What happens? I say it, the first person I get is is bloody Gilly Adam Gilchrist. I said I reckon they'll get him first. And we were talking Fox here because look, Channel Seven's free to wear. But let's be honest, Fox Sports are killing the game when it comes to rugby league. No, I'm talking about AFL. elite shit. Yeah, elite shit, exactly. Seven's beta free-to-air shit. Yes. Seven is beta free-to-air shit, essentially. So, what happens? Fox sign Gilchrist. Coincidence? I think not. Now, is it psychic? Maybe. Or is it just that people are listening? The right people are listening, Eddie. So, we've got Gilchrist in the job. Now, he hasn't, re- he hasn't thanked us yet, but I think that's probably more just to do with... Well, he doesn't want to thank us till the, the, the ink's dry. Well, the ink's not dry yet. I think he wants to do it in purpose. Yeah, in person. In person. So we, 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 I'm not ruling out a long lunch. No, exactly. He, he might even come on. So, then what happens? We were like, well, what happens now? Because, obviously, there is a... There is, like, a room full of distraught, disheveled Channel 9 cricket commentators, gigless... All we said, we said, don't get a single person from Channel 9 except make it an absolute priority to get Shane, Keith, Warren. What have they done? Fox has gone to get Shane. Well, after nine, let go of the cricket. All you really had to do was just flop that immortal dick out the window and just see which which network was bloody more desperate. Well, who was prepared to deep throat it? <laughs> Eddie, Tars have broken the hoodoo. They have. I think they've listened. Tars listened. We've been asking. I mean, look, everyone's been asking. But I think we've just been heavily, heavily criticising the rugby union in general. The Waratahs, obviously, uh, I would go so far as to say greatest bed shit in Super Rugby history. Uh, one week earlier, losing to the Crusaders. 31 for, unanswered points. 31 unanswered points put on them to lose the game. 29-0 up. Australians were 38-0 against New Zealand teams dating back to 2016. And thank Christ, Eddie. Thank Christ. Um, the boys got the job done on a Saturday. The hoodoo's over. The hoodoo is over. It's a time to celebrate. It's a time to, I think, hopefully punish dribblers. What we've found is the trough, the absolute trough of Australian rugby. Yeah, we found like the lowest possible point. That's the lowest there. possible point. Last week when we got when we thirty one unanswered points, thirty eight losses on the chart, absolute fucking shit fight. That may have been the trough. It that may not true. have been, but we hope to God it was. We hope that's the trough that we never have to experience again. That's all that's all we're saying. 
Uh, and look, as much as um, you know, we we have a crack at old uh, gay hate in Israel for our God. He's playing some good rugby league, oh, uh, he, rugby union. He's mate. he's a hell of a footballer. He's a hell of a footballer. He's playing some serious serious rugby union. And look fantastic on the way, mate. As long as he's killing it, I mean, not as long as he's killing it. Am I going to ignore his sort of scatness? But like, if he just sort of keeps it quiet and but plays make, good footy, make up for it by playing good footy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make up for it by playing good footy. Yeah. But it was a dusting. They put forty on the Highlanders. they put forty on the Highlanders, and I mean, rugby union now absolutely thriving in Australia. Well, look, I Rug- think is it back? Is rugby union back? It's. Is it humming? Is it humming? Is it too soon to say that rugby unions maybe are at peaking right now? Uh, uh, are we now? Are we now in a, in a rise? Are we on a rise? Is this a bull market for rugby union? I don't understand my finances. No, it, it could be a bull. Is it, this a bull market? It was. A, it was a fucking bear last week. It was a bear. We, we could be. We could be in the throes of a bull market. Here, if so. we were thinking stocks, I'd be buying rugby union buy, stocks. Buy, right buy. <laughs> Are we ruling out silverware? This year? As in, Waratah's leading the Australian Conference, maybe going now, turning this into one of those immortal runs, win the, mm. win the, win the trophy. Mm. And then maybe, like, this is this is a cinematic event. So is this maybe in, the in, in the win, years down the you know, down Win Bledisloe Cups. Maybe this is the kick up the arse we needed. Maybe it, maybe it was just criticism after criticism after criticism. And Hello Sport was maybe the straw that broke the Waratahs, or Australian rugby's back. Well, broke it, but fixed it meticulously. Well, yeah, we broke it and fixed it. We don't, we don't kick you down and then not offer you a hand to get back up. We like, kick you down, we'll spit on you and we'll yell at you, but then we'll go. But we'll, and then we'll make you, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bathe you, we'll wash you, we'll wash you, we'll bathe we'll make you, we'll you, we'll a beautiful, you, a beautiful homemade meal. Yeah, uh, uh, we'll fluff your pillows. Fucking we'll, no, fresh we'll, sheets. Uh, if you've got a load of whites that need doing, maybe even color, we do colors too. We do colors. We do colors. We'll do a load of colors. We'll, we'll do sky blues. We'll do sky blues for every day of the week if and you need. Tom's fantastic at getting out grass stains. I, I mean, that's not a problem. You heard a nappy sand? Australian rugby, all we're saying is we, we yes, we smashed you. Yes, we, we banged you over and bloody gave it to you. Spanked. Yeah, spanked you. Not, <laughs> no, it's sounded... you. We, we chastise and we chastise poor behaviour. <laughs> but like any good parent or guardian, because obviously, you know, that's what we are. Guardians of the game almost. Um, <laughs> we, we give you a hand to get back up. We yeah. nurse you back to hell. Nurse you back we to want hell. to see you do well. Famous win. That's the only reason we're angry. Fuming. Do you think we would have done this if we didn't care? Pa- can't you see the passion in Tom and I? That's all it is. We're passionate about the state of the game, the game we grew up with, the game we love. I've got sweat patches under my arms, Eddie. He's a mess. He, he stinks. <laughs> it's appalling to be in this room. <laughs> all we're saying is congratulations, rugby. Good Onwards and upwards. Yeah. Balls. Balls, balls from here. Bull market. And if you've got a load of colours, I've got the bloody... I've just got a new batch of nappy sand. I'll can be- soak. You can soak with the best. Yeah, no, we'll soak them. Now, that wraps up the podcast for another week. We are going to be dropping a podcast with Richie Vass. Richie is a bra boy, former UFC fighter, big wave surfer, an Aussie fucking legend. Really, really nice dude. Uh, fucking great bloke. We sat down with him for a very good chat. Uh, it was, uh, it Hilarious. certainly, he was funny. He was Hilarity in shoe. It's just a very, but also a very interesting life. Um, and it sort of lit the fire uh, underneath our little bum holes to do a little bit more of this shit. Talk to some interesting people uh, that we can then 
play out to the punter and the dribbler. Uh, just a bit of, you know, we sit here and we talk shit and we talk shit, but sometimes we also like to do a little bit of serious combo going. Well, know, there's right? nothing wrong with serious combo. Just getting getting between the ears of some some really interesting cards, yeah. you know what I mean? Make it. It, seeing what makes them tick and just listen to their yarns, Some their interesting stories, angles. Their dribble. Yeah. It's fun. It's enjoyable. And to be honest, I think the punter and the dribbler is going to enjoy it too. I think so. Uh, if you're out there, Angus Crichton, reach out. We've been trying. We've been trying. Reach out, Angus. Angus, reach out. Um, and also, if you like your state of origin, June 6th, the Botany View Hotel, we are doing a live podcast as a precursor to Game 1. So if you consider yourself a real punter and a dribbler, you better get your fucking ass out there to support us. Are you a, are you a purist or not? Are you a purist or not? You come out, get pissed, support your mates, support your heroes. I mean, Support your state. Support your state, support your heroes. Have a and, couple of rums, couple of beers. And look, I don't, I don't necessarily feel comfortable with you calling us your hero, but if that's what it is, Eddie, I mean, you know. I mean, come see your heroes. Come see your heroes. Do a live podcast. Hello Sport at the Botany View Hotel, June 6th, Origin 1. Uh, until then, we'll... Say adieu. Say adieu? Adieu. Oh, is that a French? Are you going French there? Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Could you two just not talk anymore? Ah, well, I've finally decided on the car I want, so I've created the double M method to find the best price. What does that mean? It's the market model make mileage matrix method. You know, that's six M's, right? Hmm? Why don't you just use car sales? Car sales? Yeah. Car sales now have price indicators. Cars which are good and great value have green tags, so they're easy to spot. Hmm. A green tag that helps me know a good thing when I see it. Genius. I'm just going to leave you to it then. Spot value with car sales price indicator. Car sales, Australia's number one for cars.